Welcome to Highlands and the Heartache, where we invite our brothers and sisters in Christ to share their testimonies, display authenticity in each season of life, and encourage one another to live in the victory that Jesus brings. Oh, how high would I climb mountains if the mountains were you high? Welcome to the Highlands of the Heartache, guys. Um, this is Sophia. And this is Liv. And um, yeah, we're so glad that you're here. Uh, we have our first guest ever yes, uh, for our second episode. And. Um, he's right next to us. We're super stoked yeah. to introduce um, him to you guys. So, Danny. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm You're really good. good. I'm excited to be here. Um, we're so just thrilled to um, hear more about your testimony and your story um, of how you met Jesus. And, yeah. you know, before we like head right in, you know, to your story, um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself for those that don't know yes. you, even for those that do know you, like right. give us a little trailer of like who you are, <laughs> who are you, Danny? Um, where's your hometown? And like, so your favorite animal that you think resembles you and like why? Oh, Just like all the random little things about yourself that you want to like share. Sure. Um, so hi everyone. My name's Daniel. Everybody calls me Danny. Um, I'm a senior here at Cornell. Yes, you are. I am a biology major business for the life sciences minor and I'm on the pre-med track wow um yeah my the animal that best describes me is a wolf I did this oh, thing on Facebook yeah. where like you do the survey of all the questions and it said I was a wolf I don't know that what makes that so means much sense. I forget the blur but I I go with it yeah. okay I'm a wolf, no. for sure. I feel like pack leader yeah, yeah pack leader but like mm. I'm also very quiet at times but then like when necessary yeah. rock well, <laughs> roar, roar. Yeah. lions question mark right, right. growl growl yes because yes. we'll sing i sing oh, it yes. works out. Mm. yeah um yeah i sing That's um right. he's an amazing good. gospel band uh, uh worship leader by the way nice shout out to crew yeah. love you guys uh, love crew love doing that um yeah i am uh from boston my family's originally from haiti mm. um love to say that anytime I can talk about being Haitian. I love it. We have amazing food. Um, and yeah, I also do a lot of fashion design on the side. People Wait, don't know what? that. That's yes. so dope. So I had Bro. a clothing line for like three years. Ooh, um, dang. Yeah. We didn't know that. So wow. That was one of the things I was like, I should probably say that. But yes, yes, that's, that's who I am. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. 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 Um, obviously, that was such a trailer to a movie that is this man. He is excellent <laughs> in every way. So interesting oh, and has a crazy Thank life you. story in general. But we'll That's give true. you like a snippet yeah. right, of yeah. the So, okay. So, Danny, yes. um, we want to just have uh, the listeners hear a little bit about your background. So, specifically, you know, you shared with us earlier about um, what your upbringing was like, like with your yeah. faith. Um, but you also talked a lot about, you know, like how God has changed in your eyes. So, you know, once upon a time, whether it's, you know, a year ago or many years ago, yeah. what would you say was the overarching idea of who God was in your eyes back then? For sure. Um, so I grew up in the church. I'm a PK, a pastor's kid. So, um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to all my PKs, if anybody's a PK up there. Um, yes. So grew up in the church. I, I started 
um, singing when I was like eight. I was doing, um, you know, sermons, like pretend sermons with my brothers during the summer and pretend baptisms all the time. (laughs) And so church for me, like church was God, really. God was an activity. He was um, something that I did to have fun. Um, Sometimes he was boring when the sermon was really long. Um, But I, I didn't really think of God as a person who cared about me. He was more somebody who operates in this factory called the church. Mm-hmm. And we do a bunch of different stuff um, because he says to do it. And somewhere along the lines, there was this guy named Jesus and he died for our sins and he's amazing and he loves me. So I should love him. And growing up, I did. I just had this big sense that God was big. God was huge. Um, and the idea that he had love for everybody really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So I was very aware that God was somebody who cared about people deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wanted to implement that into my own life. But I did not have a really strong um, understanding that God loved me specifically. Mm-hmm. I was very like, yeah, God loves everybody. But right. I mean, I'm I'm doing my own thing. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So like, no... Like at that point, no personal relationship, Absolutely really. Not. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but definitely, like you didn't have a bad view of God. Absolutely like, not. No, yeah. He's this big God. He loves everybody. He's sort of you know tightly interwoven with your view of the church. So right. you know, at times boring, at times amazing. Right. You know. Right. But um, but definitely a, a good God, but a distant God. A, a distant God would be the best way to say it. Yeah. 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 So as like I'm hearing you, you know, speak about like who God was in your past and like yeah. your, in your upbringing in your childhood, it seems like you know he was just like being out there, like who was good, you know, but you weren't like you know intimate with him or you didn't know him too well. Right. So I'm sure there were moments in your life or um, seasons in your life where you like weren't too sure about this guy out there, you Absolutely. know, in heaven. Yeah. Um. This is where we get into the crazy parts. So, um. Growing up, like I said before, music was a really big, big thing to me. And um, one thing that I didn't say before was that I was a goody two shoes. So (laughs) growing up as a PK, that's one of the things like we're always doing the right thing while everybody's watching. And then we have Mm -hmm. these like times of wilding out. And for me, I really wanted to do that in the music scene. So growing up, I just knew I could sing really well. When I did it, people paid attention to me. And I wanted that attention. Um, Again, the idea that God was distant, I didn't really think he paid attention to me. I just knew I was supposed to love him and follow him and do all these things. Um, So I got really, really invested into music. I wanted to start singing at clubs. I was like, Mom, Dad, I don't think I can go to church um, this Sunday because I got to prep for a show that I want to do in Boston. And there was tension that arose from that. Um, And then also in relationships. So I became in middle school, the Dr. Phil of my classes. (laughs) So I I really took on this idea of, um, you know what, God cares for everybody. And so I'm going to be God for people. I'm going to take on this Messiah role and 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 deal with people's problems um and that will make me feel good that will give me that sense of attention because people can confide in me Mm -hmm. people can tell me um their drama and and stuff and and in high school that really like took a turn for the worse where i was talking 
um, to people. And I wasn't equipped to be a therapist at all. I just mm-hmm. had all of this church experience. Um, and people started sharing with me that, you know, they didn't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, their parents were splitting up and they were angry at their parents or their siblings were cutting themselves. Things like this were just coming up on the daily. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, I had my own issues of, you know, identity and, and what's going on. And so um, it became really overwhelming for me. Um, and I just knew that I didn't have the answers. All of these good things that I was trying to do, all of these mm-hmm. good things that um, people, you know, associated with me, um, I I knew they weren't coming from myself. And so trying to figure out, okay, like, God, you're good, but you're not really interceding in these moments. And why the heck is this happening to my friends if you're a good God? Yeah. Um, really led me to question him and whether or not he actually intervenes for people mm-hmm. um, in their lives. Because I was like, look, you're not doing it for me. Um, and so it, it was hard. It was really hard to think that God is good and to still see all of this bad stuff happening that I wanted to fix. And mm-hmm. God wasn't doing anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the major question, right? right. It's like, right. how can you be good when there's, you know, so much suffering Absolutely. in the world? Absolutely. Um, coming into college, do you feel like that dragged in? It was there from the jump. So listening to you guys' last episode was amazing because there's just so many similarities for people going through Cornell. And I call... Um, people who share my experiences, soul siblings. So <laughs> Olivia is really my soul sibling because we went through a lot of the same things sophomore year. Um, y'all called it the sophomore slump. I call it the sophomore slap. Oh, slap. Um, That's even worse. Yeah. So I really, freshman year was was fun, um, but it, it really didn't, it paled in comparison to sophomore year. Mm. Um, I was really bitter um towards this girl that I just like been in and out of a relationship with for like three years at that time um and so I was questioning God and why he would let somebody like that be in my life and I know I'm I'm loving I'm all of these good things why can't they see that God like they're supposed to see that um and and that was when my depression um and anxiety really came to a head and I I I had realized that I was struggling with those things freshman year. Um, But sophomore year is when I just really fell into a dark place um, between academics being overwhelming. I was in orgo, physics, um, and this calculus class that was kicking my butt. Um, And it was really hard to think okay, God, are you here? Because I'm not doing well. Because I I thought the presence of God equated to success. Mm -hmm. Um, Me doing well in my classes, Mm -hmm. me doing well in relationships. And I didn't see that. Um, And and so it came to a head where in one week, I remember this was probably the worst week of my college career. um, I had just been in a fight with a really close friend of mine. um, Mm -hmm. And she was really frustrated with me. And I just felt very hurt. And, and, and ugly with myself because I wasn't a good friend. Um, and so I remember trying, I was getting ready to overdose on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, that next day on a Wednesday, I got very, very sick. I started vomiting, um, couldn't go to any of my classes, stayed in bed for two days. And then on Thursday, I got a call from my father that my grandmother had died back home. Um, and so oh I just remember in that time being like, 
I don't, this makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, like God, you're, what is going on? I was so confused. And the way I, again, I went about filling that void was everything but God. Um, turning to music again and writing really depressing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, there were mm-hmm. times when I would just record and cry. Mm-hmm. Like I, w- I wouldn't say any words. I would just press the, the on button and just wail and, mm-hmm. and let all of this hurt out that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a, a leaf of absence to try to deal with things. Didn't help. Um, and, and so I was just really in this place of, okay, Lord, here's all of these things that I, I hear about you being good, but it, it's just not my reality. What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was tough. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, gosh. Yeah. We so, can get into it. Slap is sophomore slap is real. Um, sophomore so, slap okay, is real. So, okay, so. Coming in, so you were saying high school was bad. Yes. College got worse. Um, yeah. but, but you, you know, before we start recording, you were talking to us about the summer. Yes. And this summer. Okay. Was insane. This summer was. So, yeah. redemption. Let's go. Redemption. Okay. So, all of this negativity, right, in the first two years of college was really bad. Um, but this summer is actually an offshoot of my sophomore summer, really. Um, so I, I came back um, after after my sophomore year on fire for Jesus. I had had a really good time um, in Houston um, doing this summer health professional education program. Um, and it just made me really passionate about being a doctor um, and, and just gave me a new sense of purpose and that God was with me. Um, and that was great. And so I carried that into junior year, um, and that was amazing, and I was loving that. Um, and then junior spring, um, I got really frustrated because things were getting difficult again. Um, the idea of God being good and my circumstances being good was not matching up. Right. Um, and uh, it actually had nothing to do with school. It had nothing to do with all of these things of the world that I would expect to give me problems. Um, but I was finding myself frustrated with my Christian community. Mm. Um, the the group that I was leading um, just didn't seem to be going in the direction that I thought it was going. And it made me question what I was doing as a Christian on campus. Mm. Um, and so going into the summer, I was very drained because I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do all these good things again. But again, I don't feel that God is you know, really leading me or that he's, he's present, caring about what I'm doing. And so um, I really took the summer to while out. That's, that's the word that I use. Um, just rebelling against any sense of responsibility that I had to community, um, any sense of responsibility that I felt towards God to do the good things. Um, I wasn't going to church. I was not in Christian community. I did. I remember I was talking to you, um, mm-hmm. Sophia, and found out that you guys were here on campus, and we I, were here. I did not see you guys because I just wasn't around. Yeah. Um. And I was I was really wrestling with God day in and day out, asking Lord, like I need guidance because I'm I'm not seeing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um. I know you're real, right? Uh, at this point, I, I've gone through 
the heartaches over and over and seeing you be faithful and come through on the other side. But in terms of my identity and what I'm doing, I'm not seeing that. Um, and so at the worst moments um, in the summer, I had uh, tried again, right? Those three things, relationships. Um, I tried to become a sugar baby. I was like, I, I want attention and I want money. So I was online trying to find a sugar mama. Don't do it, people. Just don't. It's not it's not cool. Um, and, and I just found myself exposing myself to a, a broken world of people who are looking for relationships, which wasn't uh, like, it, it was really devastating. Um, again, turning to music and, and, and finding myself doing a lot of songs that were depressing again. And then also um, just going out and into the world and, and trying a bunch of different things that I'd never done before. Um, and I don't want to get into it too much to glorify the sin, but things that were just detrimental to my body, um, detrimental to other people's bodies, not valuing, um, you know, the the sanctity of life, not valuing um, the fact that our bodies are, you know, God's creation and not something to be objectified. Um, and so towards the end of the summer, I, I had this moment where I said, God, I just I need guidance. And I went on a fast. Um, it was the first time I'd ever fasted in my life. And I told my boy Nadum about it. And I said, bro, I'm going on a fast to ask for guidance for God for all of these different things that I'm wrestling with. Yeah. And he said, bro, I'm going through a similar situation. I'm a fast too. And I said, all right, cool. Let's do it. He said, I'm going to go without any of my electronics for the next three days. And I said, no phone, no laptop, like nothing. He said nothing at all. And I had, I had set my fast for a week. And so when I told him about it, I was three days in. And once he said that, I was like, okay, for the next three days, I'm not going to eat at all. Um, so this was on a Wednesday. We went Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and broke fast on Sunday. Okay. And during that time, there was just so many words that God spoke to me mm -hmm. for all of the situations yeah. that I was going through. My family, um, relationships you know, money, identity, all of it. It, it was amazing. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. No, thank you so much yeah. for yeah, sharing that with us. And I think I would love to just hear you like, speak more into like what God has shared uh, with you in terms of like your perspective towards your community. Yes. Um, right. Cause I right. think that would be really um, cool for just other, you know, yeah, people to get to know sure. more about like what it means to, have faith and trust in God that like, even when you are discouraged about your Christian community, that like he's still Absolutely. faithful through that. I think the, the first lesson that I can say is don't withdraw from a community when you are struggling with that. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that's something that I struggle with a lot when I'm actually wrestling. I, I tend to withdraw from um, people in, in the relationships that I know I'm supposed to be pouring into. Mm -hmm. um, and so the first thing that I can say is God brought people to me, even though I was withdrawing, who could love on me. So my bro, Nadum, um, my CG leader, CG is a, a, another word for community group, a small group of people who meet together yeah. um, and do life together. Uh, my boy, Lucas, he would call me and just be like, hey, what's going on? Even when I was like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. um, and that was amazing. Uh, and during the fast, um, the word that God gave me was um, community needs to be more passionate about Jesus than necessarily bringing people to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I was able to share that word with my community. I've been sharing it with, you know, students on campus and with leaders. And mm -hmm. the way it's been received, 
um, just confirms that it was a word from God and that in those moments when we are, you know, wrestling with Christian community, because it's something that will happen. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important to share what you're struggling with, with your, your, your people and, and let God work in all of you together to deal with, to deal with what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. I also just love that, you know, fasting. So whenever I think about fasting, I always think about Jesus in the desert, right? Yes. Um, yes. Fasting and, and being tempted. Um, and then he uses the word of God, right? Absolutely. To, to retaliate as a weapon. Um, so with you, you know, you, you shared that you were going on a fast for a whole week and you just eat, your plan was to not eat during the day and then eat right, at night. Right. And then you talked to your friend again and then for, you decided three days straight, right. no food right. at all. Like Absolutely. At any yeah. point during the day, yeah. night, anything. So it was and then, it was six to eight for the first four days of it. And then once mm -hmm. Nadine told me that he was going without his electronics completely, I said, all right, I got to take it to the mm -hmm. next level. Yeah. Go, go so, pull out. Yeah. And then you shared that um, you were telling Sophia about how God spoke his word to you. Absolutely. Like, so yes. That's just yes. such a striking yes. connection to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. You fast, the enemy tries to target you and God gives you his word it, as, as a weapon. Verses that I'd never heard before. Yeah. Um, say some of them. Yeah. So Psalm 101, I remember my family had been going through a really tor like tormenting time um, just within the dynamic of the family and, and respect. And so um, I prayed for my family. I It was Friday morning, got on my knees. It was like, God, I need guidance for my family. Psalm 101. Like it would just come as soon as I would ask. Psalm 101. Wow. Um, and then. And you didn't know what Psalm 101 I didn't, was. I've never right? read like, <laughs> like Psalm 101. What, what is it? What you is open that? your Bible. I look at my Bible and I read it and I'm like, whoa, okay, that's way too specific. pertinent. Yeah, it's way too specific <laughs> um, for me to, you know, just ignore this or um, even that word about, you know, community. I, I was washing dishes. And I was like, Danny, you can't waste this time. I was hungry. And so um, one of the principles of fasting that I learned is whenever you are hungry, turn that hunger into desire for God to speak. Yes. Um, yes. And so it, I was hungry. I was doing the dishes. I said, God, I'm going to talk to you about, you know, the community that I'm a part of on campus. Here we go. Immediately, you know, the word came to heart. And, yeah. and so... Didn't like cool. didn't at one point he give you like a passage from Zephaniah? Zephaniah, like three, who has yeah. been, who has read I, so Zephaniah? I don't even know where <laughs> Zephaniah, Zephaniah was. It's a great. First of all, read all of the the minor of, prophets. Yeah, the, thank you, minor yes. prophets. Um, they are not minor because of their content. Mm. I'll tell you that mm. much. They're, they're really good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we want to, you know. You have so much to I say. Know, we I need know. to like invite you back. I was so going to say, say maybe we should do a second episode. <laughs> yes, 2.0. Danny Maslow 2.0. Um, yeah. We just want to ask you, like, how do you see God now? And how have you seen that he is faithful, basically? From from that time when you thought God is good, but he is distant. Yeah. And then you went into a season of, I I don't care uh, right. about what, what right. God has to say on my life. I'm doing my own thing. And then going into uh, going into this season with God. How, is, how do you see his faithfulness through it all? God is love. I'm learning what that means mm. in a very intimate, intimate sense. Um, no matter what you do, he's going to love you. Um, if you are his child, he cares for you and he will discipline you when mm. you need to be disciplined. Yeah. And that may include going through some hurt. But at the end of the day, it is all for the good of those who love 
God and are called according to his purpose. And mm-hmm. I've seen him be faithful. Again, I, I, I just stress the point in my community. Um, I've seen him be faithful in the way my family has received the words that I've, I've given them about our dynamic um, and things being kind of challenging. And so he, he's faithful in the little things. Yeah, I yeah. think a lot of the times we'll look for God to do something huge. Um, and, and I have to remember, like, when I wake up, God, thank you. This breath that I'm breathing is a yeah, gift from yeah. you. Um, you know, the fact that I'm able to struggle is a sign that you're faithful because I shouldn't be here to begin with, mm-hmm. you know. And so when I think about that, that that reminds me that, you know what, Lord, you are still here with me. And then there are days where I'm like, everything's really, really good. You know, things go as smoothly as I would like. And I'm like, God, thank you for being a good God that lets me know that this is you just as much as when things are hard. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so now that like we've just gotten like a little glimpse, a, you know, a very small glimpse yeah. on um, Danny's, you know, your story. Um, I guess like, you know, if you could give one encouragement to your brothers and sisters yes. in Christ, um, both, you know, in and out of Cornell, um, that may be going through similar, you know, seasons or other uh, struggles in life, like, you know, what would you want to tell them? Yeah, I think the the word that came to mind um, when you when you first mentioned that is, yeah. is that you shouldn't compare your struggles to anyone else's. Mm. Um, I, one of the things that really hit me in in the summer especially was the idea of well i'm struggling and nobody else around me is struggling and that Mm. is a lie from the enemy um you know it's it's just not true um and so i think understanding that um you know you got to mourn you got to meditate and then you got to move um this idea that whatever you are going through um mourn the fact that it's a struggle that you're suffering um, but then meditate on the fact that God is with you in that. Mm. Um, meditate on his word, you know, fast, pray, um, do all of that. And then move, um, move into community, do things um, with people who love God and um, like you. Yeah. yeah, I think I could relate to you in the sense that, you know, I think my semester and, you know, my sophomore year was really hard for me. And I spent a lot of time mourning, but I think, you know, going into this semester, I'm really encouraged to remember that as much as there is a time to mourn, there's also a time to celebrate, Absolutely. you know, to focus on um, what God is really doing, you know, to give us hope that like he is moving and yes. that he is very much active in our lives, even as we're mourning about the things that Absolutely. we wish that like he was also doing, you Absolutely. know? Um, and yeah. that's, a, that's a sign of his faithfulness. Um, yeah. When you're able to mourn and know that he's with you and, right. and moving forward, knowing that he's still going to carry you through is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good word. Oh man, Danny, you're incredible. We're so grateful to have you as our brother in Christ and our friend and uh, guest on this podcast, yes. the very yes. first guest. Thank you guys. Um, we this adore you. Thank you for sharing your testimony. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's incredible, and God is incredible. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right. Yeah. Well, this is us signing off. You have any last words, Danny? Uh, more and meditate. Move, guys. Whatever happened, we're ready to move. We're ready to move. God is with you, and yeah. you've got this. Because God's got you. Hey. I right. like that. We love you guys. Tune in two weeks from now for the next episode. Yes, we love you guys. Yeah. All right.